Happy Friday, everybody. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox. I'm a little nervous to pull the cord on this one. What do you think? You should be. I'd like to welcome my guest. Some of you probably already know the late, great Bobby Seeger Jr. (laughs) It's done already. It's done already. It's perfect. Nah, we're going to get this started. Uh, We might as well just let iTunes know to mark this one as explicit. Uh, They fucking should. It's going to be a hot one. Uh, That being said, we're going to start with a quote. Uh, (laughs) I get to say the quote, not you. You get the rest of the you get the rest of the episode. Uh, You're down with Gary Vee, right? You listen to Gary Vee? A little bit, yes. Yeah. You dig him? I dig him. I like going to the bathhouse with his uncle, crazy (laughs) Russian uncle. Sasha. (laughs) Between him and Slavic, it's a good time. I bet, I bet. So, you know, when I saw this quote recently on on one of his feeds, uh, I immediately thought of you. Gonna embrace this. He said, if you don't love what you do, fuck that. Yes. You got any feedback on us for that, Bobby? But that's exactly the. What can you give after that? That says it all. It's kind of like your your mantra, right? You kind of live by that without even trying. You know, oh, that's you, uh, you try a little bit. I've seen you. I've seen you work before. Very little bit. Very yeah. little bit. But that's your your basic approach. My basic approach is yeah. along those lines. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. only got one shot in life. You got to make it the best. Right. Right. Your comfort comes first. Otherwise, you can't comfort others. <laughs> And I know how much you like to comfort others. <laughs> but it is true. That's that's uh, it's crazy. That's the way I've looked at life since I'm probably uh, 20, 21. I'm currently in the 49, happy 49 <laughs> birthday month. The birthday month. If you guys don't celebrate fucking long. birthdays by the month, you're silly. You're missing out. You're missing that's right. out big time. Yes, celebrate life. So prior to that, mm. prior to like 22, yeah. you had, Bobby's got Bobby's the man of a million stories, at least. No, no. <laughs> That's not enough. Okay, let's make it a billion. All right. Uh, so let's talk about how it all got started. You're from Marine Park, right? Um, yep. My parents my parents had me uh let's see, I recently found a photograph of my parents. I believe they were getting married in April of nineteen seventy. Uh that would make them close to that would make my father eighteen, my mom seventeen, which is something I did not think about. Um, explains a lot. That explains a <laughs> your lot. Ch- your childish nature. <laughs> I believe. I could be wrong. It could be like they were receiving communion and somebody took the picture. I could really be wrong. It's it's a soft subject, so I don't I don't bring it up with the the one parent that is alive. Gotcha. And uh, and then it rolled out in October. Happened to be the same day as my mom. Same birthday. Oh, that's crazy. I did see that recently. On that's a, a, a post. probably post ups on the world of Instagram. Yeah. And then, uh, speaking of Instagram, Bobby is very, very active, pretty, pretty infamous. I know you have three, you have I've three. got nine Instagram accounts and <laughs> I enjoy every one of them. But what your three, your three main ones, are, the ones that creep behind your moms yeah. is the, those are the special ones. What do you, what are your three, there are three main ones I know of. What, uh, which what the three have? main ones that, uh, get a lot of bullshit are, um, Bobby Seeger, Bubba and Buster. And, oh, right. I forgot and, about that. And I'd say out to lunch. And I'd say that right now because I try to be serious with the Aiden Instagram. Oh, yeah. Jesus, you do have a lot. Uh, the Genuine Motor Works, I dabble in just a little bit. And the Indian Larry one has been hijacked and I haven't been able to put anything on it or get a straight answer from Instagram. And you think, you think having a little blue check next to your name, would, they would fucking when, at when least say, get, hey. When did it get hijacked? Uh, about a week ago. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah. I was yeah. like, there's no nudie pictures. There's nothing. There's not, like, I couldn't even promote no coming tattoos, out. No tattoos, no half-naked women with nothing. flame torches. Like, come on, uh, Bobby. I was like... I'll be recapping this, uh, providing we all make it out of here in one piece. <laughs> uh, whenever that shit gets together Chances with are Instagram. Slim. Chances are slim. I got some mats in the slim back. for everybody. <laughs> I'm already slim. We got to work on you. Yeah. So you you basically grew up like all the way at the end of Marine Park, right? Like right near the, well, uh, the pretty much. Bridge. My parents lived in uh, Gerritsen Beach, so that's the end. Yeah, yeah. I'd say of that the part end of, of the world. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Coney Island being its own other uh, animal. That's its own other animal. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so my parents, Brooklyn. 
And what? So what was what was it like? I mean, you you know, now you're all about fuck, uh, fuck that. I'm gonna be happy. What was the what was the prevailing attitude at the time? At the time, I mean, so, you told me, but everybody wants to know. Uh, nobody wants to know because it's know. fucking not a big deal. Um, what was the attitude at the time? Confusion, young, not knowing what's the next move. It was a crazy place, though, right? Um, I don't think crazy really. <laughs> Would be it, you know? It was all no. right. What about the story you told me a couple weeks ago about like going to a you were going to a wedding or something like that? And uh, a wedding, <laughs> I don't know. You were in a deli and a guy came in and like <clears throat> shot somebody's head off, and you were just like, Yeah, that was normal. No, 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 there, there was a guy that got shot in the face, but that was fifth grade, and uh, I was bringing Miss Lighthouse a plant for Easter, yeah, a little plant, yeah, yeah. and uh, walked by the group of guys that were pallbearers. And, one of them didn't make it back to the church Man, to finish it up. Jesus. But that was pretty neat because that was the first time ever seeing somebody shot in the face. And, and it, you know, it looks like jelly, you know. But anyway, Miss Lighthouse got the, not a, she got the not, plant. So that was the beginning of your happiness there? That was the turning point. That was the turning point of uh, Catholic grammar school. And, and you spent a lot of time in uh, Breezy, Breezy Point as well? So Breezy Point is a particularly... Uh, neat kind of neighborhood so uh they do wonderful things with fire they do wonderful they do things don't be nervous it's okay <laughs> we're not wrestling yet i'm just dreaming of the donuts that lay next to me Are <laughs> you you can, you i only on had a show. bagel i only you had a bagel on, on my way and worry about it. i had about eight espressos out to lunch with bobby seeger is one of his main instagram handles it's and, all for fun you know active i'll tell I you mean, what active this guy eats like five lunches a day i just like to eat I mean, we couldn't tell. Shit, there's nothing wrong with it. Look at that. You're gonna need that. I'm, I'm turning the room around. Anyway, I brought these as a, a small thing because I figured, how many people bring things? But then again, who, who cares about what other people? Bring? What do we got here? Is that peeping tom donuts? Is that what that says? That's a, that's why they're in the pink bag. These are cute. These so are good. So you um, you spent some time in Breezy Point, and then you ended up. Uh, upstate a little bit. So Breezy Point was good. Breezy Point was um, and is still a nice little community. This is loud, right? Opening this shit. No, no, it's fine. I know. Oh, she's God. like, that motherfucker, why did he br she bring... Oh, come on. What's up? She well, she was like, why are you not opening that faster? She's like, let's go, <laughs> motherfucker. And you didn't bring coffee? I'm like, man, if there wasn't a time constraint, I would have brought everybody whatever they wanted. But yeah, so um, Breezy Point was a summer summertime operation. And that summertime operation was due to my grandfather, my mother's father. And he was a particular kind of character, work machine, very little humor, kind of dry. Kind of like you. Kind of like, like I'm like, kind of like him, kind of. Um, but yeah, Breezy Point was for all the grandchildren. It didn't work out to be all the grandchildren. Because I'm good. I like my little, figure. Thank excuse you. Excuse me, miss. Oh, can't talk. Shit. She don't want to talk. <laughs> Do you like one of these? Because honestly, come on, how Sam's can you pass these up? Sam's like, oh, finally. Yeah, bring it. <laughs> How's your shirt? This? Yeah. this is Bobby's outreach program. He shows up to every pissed off customer mm. with donuts. I don't have enough money to, to comfort them. We'll talk about what you do for customers right. later. Uh, yeah, so Breezy Point was great. Um, you know, I was like, no different. Listen, growing up, I'm no different than... Most kids, you know, it was a lot of baseball, um, no basketball for me, swimming, you know, in the little Catholic school, we're on a swimming team, baseball, you know, the basics. Um, angel dust. <laughs> so the angel dust wasn't until I was 16, but hey, I like to party. And which is a, a common hashtag. <laughs> Yo, and I like to party. It's all just you meant to be fun and games. I know, I know. It's all fun and games. And then and then you ended up upstate because uh, you got into like a specialized, gifted and talented. Uh, That's school. correct. Is that that right? is correct. <laughs> My mom felt I'd advance and so did the Catholic school <laughs> if I moved in with my father. My parents, they were divorced, you know. You know, looking back on it, you see most people that got married young or right out of high school um you know yeah. it doesn't work out yeah, my parents the same right. way. they were yeah. like 21 22 
I was born right away. They were in college. Mom didn't finish for like 10 years. Right. Divorce. Same. Yeah. Another story. Same story. Yeah. Same too story. Young. Everybody too did young, back then. Too young. Yeah. So move upstate. And, uh, you know, I thought it would be pretty good. You know, what do, what do you know right before being 16? That uh, Everything. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't pretty good. <laughs> and then uh, at what point did you get into get into bikes. I mean, I saw a picture you posted with your dad and you on a bike. Your dad's a biker too. Well, my dad, you, you into, know, you got into Folsom is where you like. <laughs> I'm happy to say I'm no jail, you know, no jail, no, no a bunch of things. Not yet. There's time. Cause I mean, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm only no. 49. Gary V says that all the time too. <laughs> you have so much and it's time. True. Yeah, it's yeah. true. You have, there's, possible. you have so much time in the day. As long recently, as you're recently, up, <laughs> you know, um, almost. So, so how did the, how did the bike thing start? We haven't, in, hmm. we haven't even talked about the fact that you own Indian Larry motorcycles yet, but that's just one. It's pretty small neat. It's pretty neat. Component so I've always liked motorcycles. <clears throat> it wasn't like I grew up with money. Excuse me. It wasn't like I had, um, you know, my dad was a, a millwright working on mm-hmm. conveyors, turbines, yeah. stuff like that. And so there's not a lot of money. My mom was a waitress. Um, eventually, both had gotten remarried. I have two sisters. Um, you know, so there was no, like, I grew up with dirt bikes. You'd think upstate, only a handful of guys I knew had them. And, um, I mean, I wanted one. I had a cousin. He had Harleys. Um, very smart kind of cousin. Smart in certain ways. And he was in a bike club. It wasn't the greatest thing because he was in a bike club young, kind of like having a kid young. Yeah. Um, that didn't work out for him. Um, I did like that. I liked it, you know, from the age, I'd say, of 12 on, the, the level of excitement with the mm-hmm. motorcycles the bike clubs, all yeah. that. But seeing the issues that this guy had, my cousin, um, I just thought, why would I want to be in a bike club? He was a little older? He was uh, a few years older. Mm-hmm. I don't know, seven years, six, seven years. So, like, that just rolled into, uh, you know, I partied. I loved to party. I got out of high school. My dad gave me the ultimatum. Let me just say that from fifth grade to getting out of high school, uh, I went to summer school. So I did school year-round. Every, every year? Every year. I didn't fuck around, man. If you're going to do it, you might as well really do That's it. That's where all the brains came from. Uh, well, you know. Got that specialized That's one-on-one Just special. Education. Special is good. <laughs> just just that, throw that title in, which is a good one. But anyway, so like, I eventually got a motorcycle in my 20s. and So you were a girl when, when you got into bikes for the most part. For the most part, yeah. All right, cool. I chose to travel a lot. That was the option. Like, I got a little bit of money. Maybe I should jump to uh, travel. Unlike, you know, say some family that never left the yeah. East Coast. Right. Or maybe right. they went to Florida. No, I wanted to go backpacking through Europe. So I did stuff like that. Gotcha. Of course, I had stopped partying and doing things like that. And Before Europe? Before Europe. Doesn't make sense. I know. Right, we're going to let back. Bobby finish his donut and maybe start another one. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back with you in just a few minutes. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, 
Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Friday. Once again, you're listening to The Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox, here with my infamous guest, Bobby Singer Jr., owner of Indian Larry Motorcycle, uh, a bunch of other weirdo stuff that we're going to get to. And you were just talking about traveling at the end of the last segment, and we were just commenting on all the different places people are listening from right now. We basically got a worldwide audience between uh, between the the audio broadcast and Facebook. Uh, how many of those people are looking for you uh, because they, they well, I think the one from Vietnam is Beaner, <laughs> and I think Beaner wants to just touch me. He misses me. We were truck buddies for a while. How many of them are your possible illegitimate children? Oh, I hope um, to God not. You from, know. from like no, no, double, no. Da- double no. dad situations. The, well, those that, situations are current. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... You, you got your first bike around 22. You were doing a bunch of traveling. At what point did you meet Indy and Larry and get involved in this whole thing? Um, met him in my early 20s just through uh, a woman that was this woman, Andrea, that was tattooing me or I, I was getting tattooed from. Bobby's got a couple of tattoos. And I got a couple of tattoos. And, uh, and that was just in passing. And then I'd see him in the shop, come to find out you know, she was dating his roommate, Frank. And um, and then go a couple of years later, I w- was hanging out with this guy Kenny Roberts, and he was in a bike shop called American Dream Machine in Soho. And Larry did some, you know, motor work there mm-hmm. in between other stuff. Um, and then we just started hanging out, you know. And and what <clears throat> was what was he doing at the time? Did he have a shop Heroin. yet, or well, yeah, that. I mean. <laughs> but, I, I'm, I read somewhere that he just used to like cut bikes up in his apartment. Is that no, no, no. So he worked under in the apartment that he had. Um, he worked under the stairs. Right. He had a little spot in the back. Right. Uh, so was that like at that point, or was he already in? A, no, he was in there okay. <clears throat> under the stairs still. Yeah. And then uh, things were falling apart between these partners and a dream machine, and then it was relocated to Brooklyn, North One Fifty One North Fourteenth Street. Mm-hmm. So uh, around a block from where we currently right. are now. Yeah. Um, and then that turned into a place called Gasoline Alley. Right. And just when the move was happening was when he was uh, invited to be on Motorcycle Mania 2, I believe. And then it just started to spin like that. Yeah. He was uh, off the drugs, no drinking, living pretty good. Nice. Um, and so, like, more neat little things, he wasn't fucking up, yeah. basically. Right. <clears throat> so, he took the opportunity. Yeah. So, and it wasn't his shop, Gasoline Alley. Right, I mean, right. it's, people would assume it is because he was the main focus, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Paul Cox was doing at the time, people would only see his leather work, you know, and uh, not see the back end where he was designing different things for different motorcycles or he was uh, off doing other projects mm-hmm. within. Because that was the whole purpose of the place was they were to do painting and dinos and, and just all different stuff obviously, around motorcycles. Right. Um, there was a little tattoo shop in there. But the guy that was behind it, um, as much as he had the business degree, he had a, a different outlook on life. He thought he was the guy. Instead of just allowing the guys to be the guys, mm-hmm. he thought he was the guy. And that, that was the ultimate, uh, you know, kick it in the balls kind of thing. Yeah. And then what happened after that? Then it was just, uh, I was there every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, the, the and, job and I like, happened to have at the time, uh, I was able to go. <laughs> you want to elaborate on that? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <clears throat> we don't have to. Good. But you, you got to. Like, but so, yeah. If so you like want to hustle, you have to have money coming in from somewhere. You though. have to. You, you, you have gotta, to hustle. You got to just work it out. But then you also have to have the time. Right. Gary Vee also talks a lot about that. He's like, maybe you got a day job. And you don't like it, but you want to do this other thing. Mm-hmm. So if you're working from nine to five, 
you still have from this. I mean, yeah. this dude's crazy. This motherfucker's oh, like, yeah, uh, yeah, from yeah, five yeah. to two, you can like. <laughs> but you know? don't get it wrong. He's got a team. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, but even he started, when he started in the liquor store, yeah. he still had a team. And you always have to have a little, you know? a little, a little you can't, something. You can't do it on your own. There's yeah, no, yeah. there's no way. There's another I, one I of listen my to people quotes. say that shit all the time. Yeah, yeah, no, hey, I yeah. did it. I did it. Yeah, and right, right. Me, I'm a big fan of saying it. Absolutely, I'll, I'll be a cheerleader. That's so great. But uh, in order get to get you, through that door, can I get door, you some pom poms and a little skirt? Yeah, yeah exactly. When we come back from the next break, we'll. <laughs> I get it. I get. It. I get on the box. But in order to get through the door. That you may need to get through, you may need to know somebody to get you through Absolutely. that door. That's Absolutely. just the way. It's, that's, it's that's a lot the of life. Idea is of the web. Who you know yeah. and not what yeah. you know. Right. And it's unfortunate right. for when it's somebody's crafty, whether it's in their mind or with their hands. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'm able to open doors, and it's just because of people I've met, or mm-hmm. just trying to be straight shooter with people. Not everybody either has the mouth to say whatever comes to mind. I don't have a problem. Can't all be like you, Bobby. You know. <laughs> No, 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 no. That Bobby's, nobody's like that. Bobby's me. got a nice mouth. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so at, at a certain point, Larry ended up with his own shop. So though, right? at a certain point, he was going into um, another one of these motorcycle shows, mm-hmm. right? And um, again, being around the shop all the time, whether I was being a pain in the ass to uh, Larry, Paul, often, often. Gerard, whoever else was around, uh, which I was. Um, you know, he'd say, how come you won't be my partner? Meanwhile, I had a... Who was saying that? Larry. Oh, okay. I had a nice job. Right. It was, you know, just get by. And you bought, was, you bought the house? It was cute. Yeah, where you had a place in I had a little, yeah, a little like four-family house like in that. Midwood. Midwood, yeah. You know, um... So you, were, you had... So, like, it was just... Happiness. Everything was just okay. Yeah. And then that. And then, uh... I, I had gotten married. Um... And, you know, Elisa wasn't into the job that she had mm-hmm. uh, for many reasons, right? Um, so she went from being a buyer for all these Macy's and Bloomingdale's to this other clothing store. And it, it just didn't, she was kind of maybe done with it mm-hmm. along those lines. So I said, hey, you know, Larry, it's a month long of Larry breaking my balls every day. You know, maybe we should do this. You can get out of doing what you're doing. <clears throat> we could borrow money against the house. We owned the house for like a year. Mm-hmm. So there was some equity in it. And it's not like we had money. You right. Know? We didn't, right. you know, and we just got the house from a little bit of money that I got willed, uh, you know, to borrow some dough and off of that. Probably, and you probably bought just before like oh, it was exploded it was here. Either, I can't remember. I think 2000 or 2001 yeah. when we bought the so house. There was, so I mean, the prices were going up, but not like what happened like five not years like, later. It was like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. And then by the eighth year, it was all going into a shithole. Right. We sold, and then a month later, it seemed everything just dropped. Yeah. So like oh, it was you sold great just to before sell. The, right. Yeah, good for you. Good for yeah. You. And timing, then we bought... Timing is everything. It's like, who, who do you know? <laughs> like, you're not doing it alone. And then fucking timing, right. man. Just like... <clears throat> Right. It's like serendipity. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So that's what got the ball rolling with mm-hmm. Larry was Elisa managed them. She made uh, arrangements with Discovery Channel. She made clothing. She just did a lot of stuff like um, make him a business. Yeah. You yeah. know? Right. Because so, the creative times types were right. kind of fucked out of Well, he was crazy, yeah, funny. Yeah. You know, he was up for fun. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, so that's what changed the, the dynamics of mm-hmm. the shop was... There was not going to be a tattoo shop no more. <laughs> Lisa came in. You know? and she's like, Lisa came in. Get these damn pizza boxes out of here, boys. She was like, girls, put some clothes on. Stop the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and then what was the evolution then of Genuine Motorworks? How did that evolve? Um, back to Elisa being, um, you know, from, I guess, uh, her college time, mm-hmm. her business degrees. Really, she's the one with the right. that kind of We know level. It's not me. It's not, it's not me at all. So no, 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 no. <laughs> So that flipped into. Um, I should have tagged her <coughs> instead of you. <laughs> you should have. She should have been. No, here. I, w- I want. Uh, I totally want to bring her on the show and give her own. Spotlight. Yeah, no, she's. She'll tell you uh, the avenue she's going. I mean, there's yeah. a, there's a, a lot of good. Yeah, you know. No, absolutely. I, I really look forward to that. I figured we'd get she's the. A, she's a beast. We'd get the like savages out of the way first. Get the little boy then, out of the way, yeah, and then exactly got to pass by you. I don't want you being like, why didn't you bring me on the show? And then like. Shh try to fuck me up in jujitsu, which you could try but i know i know there's no not yet the success yeah. for me is not there yet um but soon yeah keep it up you gotta show up you gotta show because you know who i am I know, um I know. 
So, so you guys and Genuine Motorworks was kind of a separate <coughs> thing a from separate the bike thing. shop. Yeah, yeah, it was a yeah, totally, totally different business, but completely symbiotic and related. Sure. Where Genuine Motorworks was more well, like, clothing, more like apparel, and, apparel. Yeah, and then at know. the bike shop, you guys were making custom bikes, selling custom bikes, sure. doing repair work on other bikes. A little bit of that. By the way, a little bit of how everything. much? How much does a, a bike? <laughs> so a bike start at sixty thousand. That's it. That's it. All right. Cool. A couple of change jars. You can you them can over. you like live in one? Does it have a shower inside of course it does. and like a toilet? Have, it's got we'll plumbing. Set you, we'll set you up in the right park. S- starting at sixty thousand dollars. Yes. So it sounds good. You're crushing my <clears> dreams, it sounds, man. It sounds like I brought you on the show, hoping. Yeah, what about for me, baby? <laughs> uh, we have so, the bargains. So talk about like you were making bikes. How many like how many bikes for especially like when uh, um, there's been different around. times when right. Larry was alive. There, you know, just a couple of bikes. It was more right. TV stuff and mm. appearances that he was doing around the country. And and were people coming to the shop a lot to get like bikes they other bikes they had purchased? It's not even the bike thing. It's more the knickknacks, the yeah. the, the the bolt-on parts because obviously it's a lot of money one of those bikes but yeah that's what i mean like, like the additions the <coughs> modifications and stuff yeah like just that parts and, little yeah. accessories to have a little piece on their bike mm-hmm. or to buy clothes or buy jackets and you know right. stuff along those lines and and i mean I, we can talk a little <coughs> bit about uh the manufacturing setup you have right now but at the time was it a little bit more crude it was a little bit more crude but there was um there was a few more good avenues around mm-hmm. or some good people yeah. to deal with and do business right. with whether they had a, a full-on machine shop right. or they painted Locally. or yeah, yeah. a few people that we dealt with out of state, um, they'd say they're making their stuff in their backyard of like say South Carolina, but when that like, fucking skid like came into the shop South and China. it said South China, <laughs> yeah. I said this motherfucker's lying. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um, and we wanted to make those changes, and obviously you can't make those changes unless you have cash to or good credit. Two mm-hmm. things that we don't have. You don't have good Still. credit. <laughs> but you know that's just the way the ball keeps bouncing it's yeah. all right so has there been have you noticed like since that time there's uh less like machine shops locally like people started to kind of take off the and, little machine shops have yeah. changed a lot yeah you know and it's the equipment it's the way um, newer equipment has come to um and it's expensive and some of the older right. guys they don't want to you know, put the money in or they're not mm. computer savvy. Right. Because a lot of it comes down to... Now it's all techie. And, yeah. You yeah. need to learn this program and... Um, and and now you have like full <clears throat> on tech driven machinery. It's pretty much like we can make anything. Yeah. And you know, or the machines and the equipment can make anything. Right. You need that person to design it. Right. So guys come in with their little pencil drawing and say, hey, I want to make this. And well, what else do you have? Uh, they don't have. John the Painter... He steps right up and just goes boom, and he draws it all in. John the Painter is amazing. Software. Yeah, he's done great stuff, even with my espresso machine. He hasn't That's stepped fantastic. any further. Do you, your parts are just sitting right on top of it. No, no, but just the repair on the last one. Oh. I got the needle valve already. I mean, he could still do it. It's, it'd be awesome if he did, <laughs> just for creativity. I mean, I love getting my my hands into that stuff too. But yeah, this kind of it seems like there's like really nothing he can't do. Right, if he just there puts really his, uh, is nothing. He puts his, he's like you said, it. you can't do it alone. So having like somebody like him around, sure, constantly no, telling a, me like he's a beast, John, John, like sure. I mean, I, like, I need him to paint the, a couple of bikes. That's the last piece of these puzzles, right? Yeah. Except the toys called CNC machines. He is <laughs> his mind is so deep in right, it, right, right, right. That it's like, oh come how, on, just come back for a couple of days. How much do one of those toys cost? <sighs> I don't know. Bought them as used. much as a bike? Bought them out of a backyard sale. <laughs> they, fell, they fell off a truck. Pretty damn China. close. Yeah. Pretty or did, close. Or did you pull them off of a truck? No, the guy thought he was uh, going to be swift and, and get out of a handshake deal. And I told you him. You did an arm drag. I would have broken his hand. close and fucking said, guy. you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I let him know that. So we're going to take another quick break. 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 Uh, sorry, I had a piece of donut stuck in my mouth. When we come back, we'll talk about some of Bobby's other techniques for, for keeping uh, business alive and, and also what happened along the, the way, like the journey. It's kind of crazy. Some crazy shit is happening. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. I can't say anything. We'll be back shortly. Thank you. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. 
Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. We'll give him a minute. He's, he's I'm on. Ready. This is I'm donut ready. number five. <laughs> so, uh, you you partnered up with with Indian Larry. You and your wife. You opened Genuine Motorworks, and then primarily the owner, as far as Genuine Motorworks goes, was Elisa. Right. Or it still is Elisa. Right. Um, I felt there was no reason to be involved with it other than carry boxes or move stuff. Mm. I don't have the eye. And to do Look at me. And to do what you're told. Yeah. <laughs> I like to do what I'm told most of the time. Um, and, then, and then what happened? No, the store's still going. Uh, the bike shop's well, going. I mean, what happened with Larry? <laughs> oh, had, with Larry, yes. Had, well, no, Genuine Motorworks opened after Larry passed. Oh, okay. All right. So, um, man, come on. This have is a, a moment of silence right now. <laughs> What's up? I don't know whose ass was on this table. It wasn't mine. It was mine. It'll, it'll taste familiar. Um, yeah, so back to Larry. So yeah. when Larry was alive, everything was pretty good. It was like the great on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, an awful lot of characters would come yeah. around. There's a good amount of characters that are still alive that come around. Um, and he and he, he died in a bike accident. He died, show. yeah, he died down south. Um this lady, she was a real asshole. Um, she put in that he'd be doing what would be labeled as stunts um, when he was told she was told not to. Mm-hmm. So Larry being put on the spot uh, by some kids, some people around a you know a little vending table, that turned into um, Larry going out, um, going through a wall of flames, mm. just doing some shit. Uh, but what people don't know is Larry was exhausted dehydrated from a couple of days of filming uh he had built a motorcycle called the chain of mystery and it was all made out of link chain from basically Mm -hmm. a hardware store a box of chain um so the excitement everything on that was crazy for the time it's Mm -hmm. still super over the top badass but for the time you know like him being alive it was nuts so him dehydrating falling off the bike doing maybe 15 miles an hour right you know, and it was as a stunt he had done many times. He before. didn't even get up to get do shit. You know, like he had fallen, hit his head. Um, I, I'm believe me, this. I'm sad, but on the flip side, having been around people that have died, it's, it's in one way it's the greatest thing because uh, there wasn't months of suffering. Right. There wasn't that whole path of shit. Right. You know what I mean. So instead, it was just shit for everybody around, mm-hmm. which is those are the breaks. You know the. For, but for the person, great. Yeah. How I see it, of course. Uh, you have a particular resilience, and it's always impressed me. Uh, and then, don't laugh. <laughs> Come on, I'm, I'm spilling my heart to you. I'm basically, like, confessing my love to you, like, 
on national broadcast. You're laughing at me. It's all right. I'll get you later. You come to class tonight. Yes, of course I am. Um, so, you know, you lose your, your basically your icon, your, your, your hood ornament. And then, right. so how do you, how, I mean, that, that was a long time ago. That was like 15 was, years ago. That right? was a long time ago. That you, was uh, how 2004. It, how do you keep it going um, after there that? There was a couple of guys... Because I, again, you know. <laughs> yeah. Spend all your money on always, donuts. <laughs> always a couple of guys. You had just bought like your last 12 pack of donuts. You're like, fuck. With a hole in money. it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and guys have grown and gone on to basically work under their own name, not Larry's name. Mm-hmm. So r- originally from the beginning with Larry was to get his name in lights. Like that was, he was yeah. kind of carny-ish, not like right, the right. full carny, but in that But he did like spectrum. side shows in uh, sure. Coney Island. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shit, walking on like... Uh, Better nails, yeah, girls yeah. walking on them, stuff like that, right? Yeah. So that's all fun and, and good, right? But him, we bought a six-foot sign that we had made from Paul Signs on 4th Avenue in Brooklyn mm. that just said Indian Larry. In neon, which was great. Beautiful. Yeah. It was great. Still have it. You know, it's in the showroom. It's it's all good. But that was the attitude that Elisa and I had right from the beginning was, mm-hmm. okay, we can make money. Great. This will be a job. This will be a living. But we can also have a good time yeah. and not look at it as like, hey, fuck you. We're going to make money. Right. So like when he died, of course, everybody claimed I did. I did. Um, as years gone by, the, th- the one thing I know that people do not understand is you have to lay money out in order to make money, right? So there was a lot of uh, moments with a lot of different people thinking that we had this money Mm -hmm. when it was like, no, we have a multifamily so that we can live and, you know, keep making rolling the dice decisions. Right, which is what it's... On stuff. That's what it's always like, right? That's what it's like. You're constantly rolling the dice. You're constantly rolling. Okay, this is going to be the one. Fuck, I hope... And then it's like, motherfucker, how did I just fall down another, (laughs) you know, X amount of dollars? Boy, do I know. So, yeah, so like that was the thing. And it's it's still kind of like that. You know, there's moments where we make sure. money. I don't think that shit ever goes you know? away, does and it? And I tell you, for $60,000 motorcycles, you're not getting your motorcycle overnight. Sometimes I say it's six months, sometimes it's, not, it's close to a year. You can't put that on like Amazon Prime. You can't get that as a non Amazon Prime. I really like it in turquoise. I'll pay more. Yeah. There's been, ah, you'd be amazed at how many people come through and go, but you can do this. And I go, the team could do that, but no. We don't do that. Yeah. I give you anybody's number you want, no problem. They'll do it. Fine. But I want it from here. I go yes, and I'd like eight hour massages on my body every, <laughs> every other day, day. <laughs> and I am not going to get those. If you sell enough bikes, ah, uh, we would dilute it and we'd be in Walmart. <laughs> right. But Walmart had asked. That's another thing. We opted to not. Yeah. And that was when right. he was alive. Oh wow. That happened when he died yeah. as well. And uh, Elisa and, and me, like at the time, it was just the two of us. Our attitude was um, we want longevity, mm-hmm. not like the money overnight. Because right, right. I go, hey, well, if the deal was, say, say it was a uh, hundred bucks, you have to pay. The, there's always a middle person. You may not even witness that middle person yeah, in front, I know, right? But that middle person like, will wait, when appear. Did this guy get to the party, <laughs> and that middle person will make or break that. Why is there another <sighs> hand touching me right exactly. now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I know you usually. And they want mind, the front right? thigh, not the yeah, back cheek. Yeah. The motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. So that being said, uh, we just went for longevity. Is mm. and so like sometimes it's nickel dime. Sometimes right. it's like right. hey. How do you do to just stay afloat? Yeah. You know? No, I mean... I happen to have a great landlord. She's right. the... You know, That's she's... Key. That helps she a lot. rules, man. Yeah, she yeah. rules. I would do anything for her. Right. Like, anything. But... <laughs> she listening. <laughs> she listening. She want me to feed those fucking alley cats. <laughs> Give them some donuts. Don't pick on my son and feed those cats. Don't be no. this, is that the lady that was talking to me the day when I was fixing my machine? Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. She's, she's character awesome. all day. Awesome. She would be somebody great for you to have. I up was here. cornered. I didn't know what to do. And you and John took off, and uh, I was, she was asking me the craziest questions. She was the first person to turn over Williamsburg, no matter what anybody says yeah. in apartments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, plus Made she still happen. owns the majority of a building that's right by the Williamsburg Bridge, and you know, and she'll fight with every politician. You know, she'll spend all her money she to fight. And politically with uh, me. She's and I was on just a, like, 
I was yeah. like, I thought this was a Trump place. <laughs> Listen, come on, let's set it up. Oh, they go at it in Man, the shop. Boy. They go at it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to stay neutral. I was like, I'm just here to yeah. get some coffee. I try to tell That's her, listen, it. I just like the excitement of people right. getting upset. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck who's winning, losing. <laughs> right, right. I just like, the, you're going to cry. I want to see I you think cry we call a lot. It elicit a response, right? <sighs> well, I mean, all of your, like, all of your posts. So let's talk about your social media for a little bit. Like, you post a lot of things that get ripped down from Instagram. Oh. Instagram is your main, your main Listen, it's them platform of contact. They're know, insecure. It's not right, me. Right, right. That's very clear. But you're not afraid to use nudity. You're not afraid to use. But I have what God gave me. Fire. <laughs> not. <laughs> what just am I to do your with nudity. that? Oh well. Um, the I mean the like the half naked women getting tattooed. That's pretty hot, man. I gotta say they're not mine. I know, but <laughs> it just, you put them, you put them up there. Uh, I want you to see what you but, missed out. But so, <laughs> boy, do I! And then, uh, and then some political banter and just like funny stuff. You don't care. Nothing's off limits. But, but it it, it garners attention. Whether it's like people piss and they're like, "Hey, fuck you!" I don't touching know. kids. That's the only thing that's off limits. Right. You just don't well, do that. That's just on Instagram, right? Uh, in life, everything else is fucking green light. <laughs> everything, as it should be. So I, I mentioned earlier, you've got this remarkable resilience. Uh, to me, it's been a huge inspiration because you've gone through some other shit. Um, do you want to talk about the foundation for a minute before we go to break? Hit me with what you got. Let's I'll go. Tell you. Well, give us the give us the backstory on it. The backstory. So in 2004, we had a boy. His name was Aiden. Aiden Jack. Aiden Jack. Uh, yeah, let me see. When he died, seven. So in first grade. He was, um, I'm trying to think if it was right in the beginning of first grade, trouble with his eyes. The teacher was, you know, Miss Lady, Miss W and Miss Sheehan. They were great. Yeah, no. And they were just like, right, characters, fucking characters. Of course they are. And so they um, would say, hey, there's something wrong with his eyes. Boom, fast forward, doctor, doctor, doctor. Till we meet this guy who was very, very um, straight with us. Mm And he said, hey, your kid's got a rare disease. Your kid's, he's going to die. It's just a, in a short amount of time. I said, I don't understand. How do my kid, all of a sudden, look at him. He's cute. He's got these big, juicy blue eyes, crazy blonde hair. I think you're full of shit. I'm going to throw you out the window. And the guy goes, you can't do that. And I says, you're <laughs> making me upset. And then fast forward to we're in Duke University where this is where, like, you know, I'm willing to pick up the bags and carry them, and Elisa is willing to read everything that's been in the bags. You know what I mean? Like, she's headstrong like that. Mm -hmm. And so we went to Duke, uh, which was great for almost the whole time. Um, There's been, you know, I didn't understand the whole thing with fundraisers, because when people say, hey, buy this raffle for 20 bucks or 100 bucks, I would just give the money and keep walking. But then when it flips to being for myself, I didn't yeah. understand that. I just thought, how is this? This is crazy. Like, what do I need money from anybody for? Well, you need money to pay your bills so they don't take you home. Or you need money to get to and from. You know, just shit. Anyway, son, he gets sick. A rare disease called adrenal leukodystrophy. It's called ALD for short. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, ate him up in 10 months. So in 10 months, it was basically lay in bed with him the majority of the time. Until he died, you know, and uh, which as sad as it is, right, um, it's like the most beautiful thing in the world just because the the kid was not a savior, but just amazing that out of all that shit, the kid, did, like what the mom's doing, the mom's the fucking beast, you know, and I mean that in a great way because... Without her being the type of person she is, stubborn, thick-headed, like fucking <laughs> uh, ruthless, because she won't take no. And in the first year of him dying, Cuomo signed in uh, Aiden's law into mm-hmm. New York State, which added this to newborn screening in New York State. Now she lobbies relentless. And now she's got problems with the March of Dimes, who you think would want to help right. because they're all about families and babies. And as an outsider, because that's what I am, you know, my kid's already dead. You know, he's gone. So there's no like, um, you know, I'm a spectator. You know what I mean? My life 
is still blossoming in a big way. Mm-hmm. But there's so many other kids that it's not. Right. There's so many other parents that are they're living the train wreck that, right, that I, I was fortunate enough to realize and get off that and not make it my life spiral, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, in the long run, she's a beast. And, and so many kids' lives, so many kids are going to live past seven or ten or the brother that got tested at birth because he's in this one of the few states that test. Right. Because of that, that got the older brother to get tested that's just shy of when it kicks in. Yeah. yeah. So then there's two kids that they'll live, they'll right. take medicine, they'll be able to go out and get laid, they'll be able to jerk each other off, they can do whatever the hell they want. But they'll live, and it's because the mom is a savage, and she got down with making it happen for the better of the kid. It's just insane how it's gone. Yeah. Like a crazy roller coaster. All right. But I got a pink donut. We got, he's got a pink donut. We're going to take a little break. We'll elaborate on this a little bit more. This guy's amazing when we come back. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. We'll be right back. Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media. My guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. We're back. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox, here with Bobby Seeker Jr. You have a little something on your face. I'll get it with my tongue later. Um, so I, I've said it already in this episode, and, and that last little bit was, was even more evidence of, of just kind of like Bobby's resiliency, how he's, he's gone through some really crazy shit in his life. Um, and, and in like 60 seconds he can swing back to just like the most jovial, fun, loving, happy, <laughs> helping, you know, Bobby will like give you the shirt off his back at like any point, any time it'd be like, you need this. Boom. I got it. Don't worry. I'll be there. I'll do it. So he likes to share his happiness, which is, is always amazed me, especially given like all the stories he's told me <laughs> about where he came from, how he grew up, some of the shit he endured. And then, and then some of the losses that he suffered. So let's talk about, your sources of happiness and like through all that i mean you you, you talked about a lot a lot about elisa and you know like don't tell everything so she has something to talk about when she comes on the show and not just oh no, she'll not get just down complain to about you the, facts. the whole time but yes she, i wanted to she's um, got a new voodoo doll she carries. <laughs> right. um but you've you've it seems to me you know you you get you get some sense of satisfaction out of uh out of Instagram, but not in an egotistical way. Just in a in a form of communication, you it, you <clears throat> Bobby's always down for a, a long conversation, especially <laughs> if there's donuts or chips involved. Pretty much. Um, but like Bobby loves to talk. He loves to hang out with people. He loves to party. 
He likes to roam around. <laughs> talk he shit. likes jujitsu. So let's talk about jujitsu for a second, because that's obviously brought you a form of happiness. And you said to me many times, tremendous. tremendous if I would have had this as a kid, like what, yeah. what was your famous quote about? Like one know. of the mothers at the <laughs> thing, like it would have been afraid. A, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even <laughs> one of the one of the teachers at the school. You're like. We would have had a much better relationship if I'd have had you ah, as a kid. You that's know. It's so true. And it's the same for me. I mean, I was I was nearly 40 mm. when I started and I just I'm like, oh, my God, I fucked up so many things in my life by not having this in place. Right. Don't get me wrong. I'm like really happy that it finally came along and I'm not continuing to, to make those mistakes. But uh, how did how is jujitsu affected your your mental state and and how does that offer it's you some incredible sort of a, go I think, go I, talk about it where do you train uh, of course <laughs> where do i train so i train at sun dojo and william in Berlin, and where in windsor terrace yeah, you better get it right i got the w's man the w's um yeah it's, i mean come on it's right down the block the professors are great the majority of the people are great um it's good neighborly you know like what was implemented early was the technique. Yeah. So there's nothing crazy. Um, you know, if, uh, for myself saying for the little bit of things I've been through that I think, you know, everybody needs an outlet, obviously, mm-hmm. right? Just in life in general. So I don't drink. I don't do no drugs. I don't party like that. Not um, like that. Not like that. Boy, tell me. There's oh, some other ways. Fuck. So one of the things that you like to do so is one of the get, few things that I really enjoy. He gets into these really short shorts yep. and a really like skin tight fitting yes. shirt. And then he rubs a little baby oil on him. I put the baby oil on first. And then we, we get across from each other on a slippery floor. That's we right. slap hands and oh, then we yes. roll around yes. and uh, we get it on. We get it on. And it's it's great, right? It's, it's amazing. Empowering. And you get done with that. And like no matter what was pissing you off before that. Almost. Almost. Whatever yeah. was pissing. But you, 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 uh, you reevaluate. You're able to. Uh, it's crazy. I find, uh, like I'm, I'm able to attack the situation with a different mindset. Than, yeah, than yeah. Just before. It's good. It's a good exhausting kind of thing. Yeah. It's yeah. good, you know, because you're you, the little bit. It's it's unfortunate for myself. My mind is still racing on something earlier. Right. So by the time my mind can focus a little bit on class i'm usually 40 minutes in and i've done nothing good for the person well, you, you show up minutes. late all the time too. No, no 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 i show up on the nose on the nose like today that keeps it barely. simple and yeah yeah all, two minutes to shine come on fucking great you maybe great. one minute your hair looks awesome well so you you also low, low blunt low, you low do blunt. uh you do a lot of posting on on social on instagram but the social media stuff is meant to be honestly it's just meant to be funny Right, but you, you know? but you get some sense of satisfaction out of that. And the point being is that you like to communicate. You like to have right. long conversations. You like to open it up. You like to get people engaged in some way, whether you're pissing them off or you're making them laugh. Right, or, right, right. And but obviously, like, it's good attention for your, for your businesses and your brands. But it's all fun and games. Right. Where very, very recently I was told how I need attention. That's why I'll put up naked pictures. I go, the naked pictures were just meant to be funny. I don't need it. To, I know who I am. I'm comfortable with myself. Attention. I'm a fucked up guy <laughs> that enjoys himself. He, he prefaces many conversations with that. Yeah. Listen, I'm a fucked up guy. I, but it's true. You know, my my outlook and my thinking is uh, clearly different than not everybody's. I'm not I unique like that. that. For sure. You know. But so and then so what else? I mean, especially like, you know, you lost your business partner. You lost your son. What were the things immediately that like got you back on the path where you were just like, well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to be happy. Like, fuck that. I'm going to be happy. Like the Gary Vee kind of mantra. Well, and just get at it. Because you haven't slowed down. You haven't it's stopped. just to walk outside, look around. You'll see the majority of people are look depressed. Right. You know, they're so far into their phone and it's not for fun and games. Right. They're depressed that they're not doing it. They're not traveling. They're not seeing. They're not out eating. They're not... Or they're miserable at their job. Listen, I'm not saying that where I work or what I do is the greatest, but I'm going to make the best out well, of it. Well, it's all a hassle, situation. right? Like, no matter what. Like, <clears throat> yeah. I bet when you were young, you were like, yeah, I'd love to own a bike shop. That would well, be so awesome. And you do it, and you're just like, damn, kind this of. sucks. I wanted to have a couple of motorcycles. I got to the point where I got a couple of motorcycles, then just started selling them really for the business. Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, realized, okay, so I got them. What does this really get me? You know what I like? I like uh, seeing really my daughter laugh. I like uh, we've got these two English bulldogs that are just a fucking characters what, in the, general. The handle for that is at Bubba and Buster. Bubba and Buster, and um, awesome dogs. I like hitting the beach. 
Right. I like swimming all year. I like uh, just knowing that there's millions of grains of sand in between my dirty ass toes. And uh, you like the cryo <laughs> freezing thing, right? Where you I go enjoy in the, the cryo. I enjoy the cold pools. I enjoy the banya. You know, the guys, you know, I like to go with, uh, they're all into it. They like petting. All guys. Yes. <laughs> but between Slavic and a bunch of guys that he's turned me on to, go out to Jersey or Spot 88 downtown Manhattan is, is awesome. You know, it's a good time for all. They send a check to you already? They should. Yeah, man, yeah they right? should. No, no, I prefer in, uh, the only thing I like in life when it comes to people's businesses or going is uh, not waiting. If that right. could be anything, I don't want a free coffee, snack. I don't, uh, I like the whole uh, 45 <laughs> maybe a, minute maybe wait. A, maybe a snack. Fuck. All right, a little dessert. Goes a long way. You'll wait for uh, some meatballs. No, your meatballs are good. Yeah, they really are. And that and that bread. They're really. It's like, oh, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's I'll good. Wait. It's good. Even so, the duck. The duck. Yeah, would, no, I, mm. I give. You, I know what you like. Listen, Della's where like. it's at. Um. So, anything else you want to tell the viewers about happiness and just continuing? That's been like. I mean, you've done a bunch of really amazing things. I'm sure there's more going. Well, just but don't let nobody bring you down. For it. You know, they could kick you in the ass uh, so many times in a day or in an hour. Um, doesn't matter who it is. You know, when my kid tells me something and I just stop and I think and I go, wait a minute, she's 13. What has she experienced in life? I want to help her get to 14 mm -hmm. and not by throwing her out the window. Right? <laughs> So, you know, you take that into account or like your partner doesn't really like what you're doing. OK, well, you can't please everybody. You just right. try to you do your best. You know, and, what's and the outlook again? And like I started saying, if, if I'm not whole, how am I going to be able to help? Right. I think that's huge. You, you can't. Know? You have to start with and the, the per, your person, your partner, your the people around you. They may not like a lot of the things because right. I'll tell you what, my partner and a lot of people around me don't like a lot of the things that I do or say. Who am I here for, though? My right. primary purpose is me. Right. Right? And then it goes to what can I, if I can help or hurt you, like I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> you can try. I know. I know. Really awesome, man. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Fantastic. Uh, a lot of things we didn't touch on, but maybe we'll do it again. Later. later. Less clothing next later. time. Later. <laughs> right. Thank you, everybody. Have a great weekend. Once again, you're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox. Listen in next week. We're going to talk exclusively about jujitsu and martial arts. You know who I've got coming on. Have a great weekend. Peace. <laughs> Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc.
You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 